across Australia, this is the Hot 25 Countdown. Joel Vaughan has had two top five hits on this show with Wide Awake and As You Are. We are stoked that Joel himself joins us on the phone right now. G'day, Joel. How are you, mate? Doing great. How are you, man? How does it feel knowing that there's a growing fan base on the other side of the world loving your music? Man, it, it feels amazing. Uh, just the fact that my music is going anywhere else besides um, the United States is, is just an awesome feeling. Because I remember not even but a, a few short years ago, um, hardly anyone knew who I was outside of my state of Texas. And, uh, and really, hardly anyone knew who I was uh, or anything about my music. Not so much who I am, uh, but anything about my music um, until, you know, about the past year and a half. So it's been a, it's been a journey. It's been really cool to watch. Okay, tell us the Joel Vaughn story. How did it all start? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in the church. Um, my mom was a worship leader. Um, my oldest brother was a guitar player, and he uh, sometimes led worship. Uh, and I looked up to him uh, because he was just a cool dude. He's eight years older than me, and um, uh, we were a real musical family. And I wanted to be like my oldest brother and play guitar, um, but I also wanted to be like my mom and, and lead worship. Um, and uh, I got I got the chance to uh, you know sing in church when I was seven years old, uh, and I uh, I started singing in church. I remember the first thing I ever sang was a a song by uh, a guy named Clay Cross, and it was called My Places with You. And it was like the old traditional thing where you took your cassette tape up to the front of the stage, and they would put it in the tape player, and they'd play the wrong key, and you'd stand up there embarrassed, but you'd power through it anyway, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so. I, uh, I did that, and then I got involved in worship uh, uh, when I was uh, in college, and that was in uh, 2004, 2005, and um, I felt like God was leading me out of um, uh, just being planted solely in the church and more into writing songs, and eventually, uh, by 2013, uh, I started um, really taking more of a role out on the road. I had already been uh, touring and stuff like that uh, in 2009, 2010. Uh, but I, I really didn't go for it uh, until 2013 and did that as an indie for um, three years. And then I signed with Dream Records about a year and a couple months ago. So um, that's the short story. Some would say that your, your sound has changed over the years to the EDM contemporary pop sound. What, what influenced you to take that path with your music? Well, uh, in 2014, um, I was uh, doing some shows in Texas. And uh, I ran into a guy, y'all might know, um, Jonathan Tulane. So uh, I opened for him uh, in 2014, and he was like, hey, are you signed? And I said, no. And he said, why? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. It's just uh, I've never really, like, gone for that. It was never anything that I, I thought I might want. Um, and so he was like, well, I want you to come uh, record with me and my brother in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and just think about it. And I'm like, I just met you. And so uh, two months later, I, I'm meeting with him in Nashville and uh, we're talking about it. And I was like, all right, this sounds crazy, but I, I'm in. I'll come record with you. And so we did an EP uh, while I was still in indie, And uh, I, I did more of the sound that I was uh, used to and uh, kind of the AC contemporary sound and I, I really love that music and I, I still love writing it and, and recording it when I get the chance um, but uh, in 2015 we decided well what would it be like 
to, to just try something that I've always wanted to try and, and do the pop thing and not worry about what everybody else thinks. And, and, and David, uh, Tulane, um, we, we became fast friends. And so, uh, that project was kinetic. And so, uh, we weren't trying to go for radio airplay or anything like that. And so it was just kind of a surprise that, um, the first single did as well as it did, uh, with wide awake. And so we wrote that one in 2015, um, and, uh, like, I really liked the direction it was going. Uh, I grew up listening to pop music and, and always wanted to try it, but was kind of too uh, too shy to go about it and didn't really know how. And so I got with two guys, Jonathan and David, and they uh, uh, they they uh, broke the eggshell of... Uh, um, uh, <laughs> they, they broke that shell for me. And so um, we, I've been doing that ever since, and uh, it's, it's been a fun ride. It must have been nice to have those guys say, here, write and make the music that you want to make. Yeah, it really was. Uh, and so I, I always felt like the vein that I wrote in was more, more kind of a CCM uh, vein, but I always liked the production of pop music. And uh, so I was like, how, how do I marry those two together? And I, I still haven't, I, I don't know that I've figured it out 100%, and I'm trying. But, um, you know, I think the person that got me closest to that and still will is, is David and Jonathan. And they were so supportive. And they were like, hey, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You just uh, do what you want to do musically. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter production-wise what it sounds like, um, if, if you're happy with it, and most of all, uh, the message that you want to communicate is being communicated in that uh, God is a God of grace and that he loves you and uh, he's a God of second chances. And so um, whatever the music sounds like, the message is really the, the bigger part for me. So, As you are, it's getting a lot of traction, a lot of love over here. Can you tell us a little bit about the writing experience with that song and the story behind it? Yeah, so uh, after we finished up uh, the EP, Kinetic, um, I was getting ready to go back into the studio and, and write for another EP, actually for another full album uh, that ended up being cut into an EP. Um, and uh, I, I knew we had another single coming up, and I was like, you know what, what are some things that uh, I've been learning in church, and what are some things that I've um, experienced over the past six years but haven't got a chance to like write down? And so uh, I wrote about some experiences I had uh, six years ago um, where I, I took a sabbatical and I decided to um, take off and not do music uh, or lead worship or anything for like 18 months. Um, and that, that was a time where I, I just wanted to deepen my walk with the Lord. Um, and there was, there was a, lot of, a lot of grace for that. And I, I, I was at a point in my life then that I just felt too broken and too messed up to be able to lead anyone. And, and um, really, I wrote that song as kind of a letter to myself, but also to other people um, that God can reach you anywhere you are. And, you know, you might be in the deepest pit, the deepest hole you've ever been in, um, but He loves you um, more and more and is chasing after you. Um, he loves you more than you know. Um, he's chasing after you. He's not going to let you go. All you got to do is turn around and uh, look up to him, and uh, he's um, he he's going to meet you where you are. You don't have to get cleaned up. You don't have to be perfect. Um, uh, God's grace and God's sacrifice of His Son Jesus is the only thing 
um, that makes you uh, acceptable and clean and holy. And so that that was kind of the thought process I was I was running through when I was writing that. And so because a lot of people have this uh, have this thought that they they can't walk through the doors of a church because you know they've messed up too much or they're just too bad. And I I just want people to know that that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, and that Jesus loves them just as they are. And, you know, the rest will be taken care of. Just take that step and follow him. What does life look like for you away from music? What do you do in your spare time, mate? Uh, in my spare time, uh, I really do like to, uh, I, I serve in my, lo- in my local church here in Nashville. Um, and I still, I still lead worship. Um, my music is not, um, in that so much in that genre anymore, but I, I still, uh, love to ex- express my worship in, in that style and uh, having a foot in the church, but it's not my job anymore. I just volunteer. Um, so I love doing that in my spare time. I love uh, sitting around and playing on my guitar and uh, writing with other artists here in Nashville. Um, so a, a typical day for me looks like waking up, taking my kids uh, to school, having a cup of coffee, and then just getting on the grind and working on new songs and uh, meeting with people here in in town and uh, uh, just you know getting involved in in, uh, in in talking with people about what's going on in their lives uh, beyond just music you know because um, music is our job and it consumes a lot of our life but it's not all of our life you know uh, so I, I just like to be in community with people and and uh, and being involved in worship. 2017, Joel Vaughn, what does it look like for you this year? What's on the horizon? Uh, 2017 is going to be a big year. Um, we're getting ready to roll out a new single. I can't tell you what that is yet, but be expecting that soon. Um, I am going to be involved in a tour, uh, here in the States called the millennial tour. Um, that'll go, uh, you know, we don't have the confirmed, uh, date yet, so I can't tell you exactly where they are, uh, but it'll be all over the United States and that'll be, uh, also a part of, the Creation Festivals, which is one of the largest festivals in in the U.S., yep. um, and so we, we got our plate full uh, for you know the foreseeable future. And then someday, someday I'm going to come to Australia and I'm going to play for you guys. So I'm hoping that is on the horizon soon. Joel, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to the Hot 25 Countdown this week. We wish you all the best for what should be for you an absolutely massive 2017. Hey man, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.